This is Misty Jane, and you're listening to Backroom Beauty Talks, a real, raw, and unedited podcast that helps uplift the hair industry one stylist at a time. Hello there, friends. I hope everyone is doing well. I wanted to hop on today and just have a little conversation with you. As a hairstylist of 17 years, I have worked next to many people. And I myself was a stylist who brought in good money, was very busy, but still felt like they didn't make it. They, I still felt like I still had more money to make. And once I made this certain amount, then everything in my life would change. And I was living paycheck to paycheck, um, my husband and I, and it, it wasn't a fun it wasn't fun. I mean, we would drive around this neighborhood, and if if you haven't heard my story yet, this is a, a part of it. Um, we would drive around this neighborhood that we just never thought we would be able to afford. Like, it was just one of those neighborhoods that just seemed so far off. And I remember specifically one day telling my husband, we picked the wrong career. And now that I look back at that, especially now that I live in this particular neighborhood, I felt, I feel like I was so blind to the fact that it wasn't money or the career that was the problem. It was me and it was my husband and it was what we were doing in our lives with our money, with the decisions we were making that put us in the position that we were in. It it really had nothing to do with the career that I chose, especially when I was thriving in that career. It wasn't the amount of money that I was bringing in that was making me live paycheck to paycheck. It was the money that I was spending. It had nothing to do with my income. It had to do with not paying attention. The clarity that I needed just wasn't there quite yet. Now, I know when COVID hit, I was shocked to see how many people were struggling just one month of closure, some two weeks of being out of work. And it just really made me think about the fact that the beauty industry is in trouble. It is a thriving industry, but we as individuals need to make a change to be able to to be taken seriously, to be able to have people look at a stylist's life and be like, wow, you really can be a wealthy stylist, normalizing being a wealthy stylist. So I wanted to come on today because I talk about this often. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm all about money, money, money. Money beyond the chair, not just what you're bringing in in your business. Because I truly believe that if you have money struggles in your personal life, it is absolutely going to drip into your business. So I always think we need to start at the root of the problem and then everything else grows in abundance from there. So today I wanted to talk about how. How do you get to financial freedom? What does that even look like? So number one, first thing you need to do, you need to set realistic goals. I'm talking your why. Why do you want to make a change? What is it that you feel like is too far out of reach? 
for me, our goal was to move into this neighborhood. That was our ultimate goal. Now, that was not the first thing on our goal list because there was other things that I needed to hit to be able to make it to this goal. So our goals were essentially to pay off our debt within a reasonable amount of years, which we had specifically laid out. It was to save for an emergency fund, which was three months of expenses, and then it was to get the house. So I really want you to think about and maybe sit down and brainstorm what it is that you want. Like, what do you really, really, really want? Why it is that you want it, and when do you want it by? And I want you to prioritize these goals. So if you have this goal that is small, and you know you could maybe knock it out in a month, a couple months, you want to prioritize that one first because soon your bigger goals will actually turn into your smaller goals as you kind of go down the path. And you don't want to have a goal so big that you burn out on the idea. You never feel like the needle's moving. You never feel like you're actually going to hit it because it's just so far away. So prioritize your goals in a way that you can actually like give yourself a pat on the back, check some things off your list. And these goals are super important because they are your why. They are going to be the thing that your mind goes back to every time you make any kind of financial decision. Oh, I really want to go on that little weekender with my husband, but it's going to set us back two months from our goal of paying off our car. So really look at your goals as your why, because your goals are the thing that is going to get you through this journey. The second thing, and this one is huge as well, this is the one that really brought my husband and I to a place where we are now, and it's something that we still to this day implement implement in our lives. It is going to sound simple, <laughs> but it's everything. Pay attention to where your money is going. I don't know how many people don't have any idea where their paycheck goes by the end of the weekend. You get paid on Friday by Monday. You're like, how do I only have $200 left in my account? I'm going to challenge you here to do something. I want you to pull out all your bank statements and a highlighter. I want you to highlight everything that you have purchased on that statement that isn't necessary. It's not a roof over your head. It's not food in your belly. And I'm not talking about restaurants. They don't count. They get highlighted. I'm talking about grocery store. I want you to highlight your target runs. I want you to highlight your random Amazon purchases, your Starbucks, anything that is not a necessity for your life. I want you to highlight it. And then I want you to add it up. I want you to look at exactly how much money is going out of things that you don't actually need. And all this is going to do is just kind of open your eyes a little bit. I also want you to add up all of your debts, if you have any, of course. So car payments, student loans, credit cards, Pull out, again, all those statements, look them up online, whatever. I'm a paper person. I still get statements, but I know I'm like a rare breed. But anyway, besides the point, I want you to write down all your debts. I want you to add them up. 
I want you to see that number because a lot of times people have no idea how much that they actually owe other people. Oh yeah, I have a card with 500 over here, a card with 1,000 over here. But when you put it all together and you actually see it, it can be a little shocking. For my husband and I, that number was $48,000. It's not something that we realized. We just kind of thought we had these small debts here and there, but when you put them all together, it's kind of huge. Another thing, look at your income. Really sit down and how much did you bring in? Not how much you brought in in your business if you're an independent stylist, but how much did you bring into your home? How much went into your personal bank account? So once you've done all that, I want you to take a look. I want you to look at what you are spending your money on, the highlighted statements that you have done. I want you to look at the amount of money that you owe, the whole number, and I want you to look at your income. And I want you to tell me how that makes you feel. Feel free to DM me, email me at mistyjane at mistyjane.com. Feel free to, if you have my phone number, go ahead and call me. It doesn't matter. It's fine. (laughs) But I want to know if it opened your eyes and gave you a little bit of clarity on paying attention to where your money is actually going. The next thing is going to be to tell your money where to go. So I'm talking to a lot of stylists right now, and you more than likely have a very irregular income. You don't necessarily know if you're going to get some cancellations. You don't necessarily know if um, your book's going to fall apart or if you're going to have a bomb-ass week. You really have no idea, and that's fine. But you do know a minimum of how much you will bring in in a month. Even if you had five cancellations a week, you know you will bring in at least this amount. Or at least sit down and start looking. Look at what you brought in the last three months and make an average of it or the last six months. You want to start with that number. Once you have that number, that is when you are going to give it a job. You are going to sit down. You can use a budget app, which I highly, highly recommend. Um, Dave Ramsey's Every Dollar is so simple and so easy and just it's free just get it. Um, An app, you can use a spreadsheet, you can use a piece of paper, whatever it is that you like. But you are going to take that number and then you are going to give every single dollar that you have earned a job. Maybe that job could be to pay your rent or your mortgage. Maybe that job is to go to the groceries, you know, go towards your groceries. Maybe it's to pay your utilities, whatever. You are going to give every single dollar a job. So you are going to budget every single penny. This does not mean, this is one thing that I have to be very clear on, a budget is not restricting. It is giving you a plan to open up options in your life. So this doesn't mean that you can't budget in savings for a vacation or going out to eat or going on a shopping spree or anything like that. It just means that you plan for it ahead of time. If you know that your husband's birthday is next month, plan to get him a present or take him somewhere or whatever, whatever your husband's into. (laughs) So don't look at it as a restriction and look at it as a way to plan your finances and open up different options. If you know that Christmas is six months away, Start six months later and put aside $50, $100, you know, whatever, whatever your budget for Christmas is going to be. Put it aside six months later. So by the time November 
rolls around, you have all of your Christmas money right there in your hands. So keep that in mind. It doesn't have to be restrictive. So this next one isn't going to be for everybody, but I promise you it's going to be for the majority. If you have debt, make a plan to eliminate your debt. Here's my biggest, I have many reasons why I don't think that you should have consumer debt, but my biggest one, how much are you spending paying off these debts? How much are you spending monthly paying off your car or your credit card or your student loans? For me, when I first started my debt-free journey, we were paying, I think, $800 a month in minimums. I think we paid a little extra here and there. Well, when we started our journey, we were paying $1,000 a month. And by the time we ended our journey towards the end, we were putting $2,500 a month to pay these things off. So guess what happened when they were paid off? We all of a sudden had $2,500 a month. That was ours. We didn't have to allot it to bills. When your bills are your mortgage and your utilities and that is it, it is such a freeing feeling. So I'm going to highly recommend eliminate your debt. If any of this is resonating with you in any way, please head over to my website at www.missyjane.com because this is what I want to do. This is how I want to elevate the industry. I want to normalize wealth beyond the chair and hairstylist. This is my mission and I want to do it together. I want to be your partner. I don't want to boss you around and tell you what to do with your money. I want you to set your goals and pay attention to your money so that you don't need me, and you can live a life of financial freedom. I want to help you do that. So again, www.mistyjane.com, that's Jane with a J, Um, and also Instagram. I post shit on there all the time. So that is Misty Jane on Instagram as well. Okay, where are we at? So another thing, that this one's huge and this one can benefit anybody whether you are debt free whether you already pay attention to your money you know whether you already have goals that you're working towards changing your daily habits is huge if you are already having issues with your finances it's time to change something and sometimes the big things aren't the problem it's the tiny shit $27.40 a day is $10,000 a year. $10,000 a year. I've said it before, I'll say it again because that is eye-opening. Because I guarantee if you say, if I asked you, could you afford $27.40 a day, you would say, oh yeah. But if I asked you, could you afford $10,000 a year, you'd tell me, hell no. Changing daily habits is huge. Cutting out what doesn't serve you or cutting out what doesn't serve towards your goal or your why. I guarantee you could probably sit down and think of five ways to cut tiny expenses every single day. My husband, for example. 
we have to have a conversation all the time because he likes to go to 7-Eleven and spend $7 a day, okay? $7 a day doesn't sound like a whole lot, right? But $7 five times a week is $35 a week. 52 weeks in a year, it's almost $2,000 a year on what? A monster energy drink? No. I can go to Costco and get a case that he can walk out the door with every single day. It's the tiny little things like that. I know you love Starbucks. I know you do. But could you buy an $11 bag of Starbucks that's going to last you two to three weeks that you can make at home? Probably. So changing these tiny little habits can push you further into your goal. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. And I want to bring up something else, actually, why we're getting into it. It's time to stop spending money to impress people that you don't know or that you don't like. Yeah, I said it. This is a big one. How many times have you purchased something because you wanted to look a certain way around a certain crowd? Or how many times have you bought the extra stuff to make the party so amazing because you want the people that come to see how perfect and amazing everything is? Stop. Stop. Do you want your goals and your why? Do you want your why more than you want to impress other people? I hope so. It's time. I'm not saying that there isn't a time and a place to to do a certain thing or look a certain way. But here's the deal. You don't have to do it at the expense of your goals. So stop it. Stop trying to impress other people and fucking up your chances of a free financial future to impress people that probably don't even really give a shit. And last but certainly not least, and I personally find the funnest, kind of like little gifts, is to find money. Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, look around your house. I bet you got a lot of shit sitting around that you don't use, stuff in closets that you could easily sell. 20 bucks there, maybe 100 bucks. Who knows what, I don't know what's in your closet, but so you could find money around your house. Cancel subscriptions that you don't use. That's a big one. Or go through your subscriptions and see what you're paying for that you're not actually using. I don't know how many times I have looked at something and went, wait a second, Why am I paying for this if I've used it once six months ago? Get rid of it. And here's another one. And here's one that you probably haven't thought about. Stop looking at unexpected funds as free money. Have you ever gotten a check in the mail? I know it's rare. From maybe like an overpayment of a bill or something like that. Or even your tax returns. I mean, I know that that... isn't necessarily unexpected funds because you probably look forward to it every year. But stop looking at it as free money and start looking at it as a way to reach your goals faster. So if you have your plan in place and you are planning on, say, putting $1,000 a month into paying off your debt or $1,000 a month into savings or $1,000 a month into um saving for a vacation or being able to take time off or whatever your goal and your why is. What if you got this random $200 check in the mail and now this month you can put $1,200 in the bank or $1,200 towards your debt? So start looking at it not as free money, but as a way to reach your goals faster. 
I hope that you found this episode helpful. I really am on a mission to uplift the hair industry one stylist at a time, and I'm starting with money. Not just money behind the chair, but money beyond the chair. I really want to see a world where people look at hairstylists as a wealthy career. I want hairstylists to see themselves in a way that they pick the right career, that they are on the right path, that they're able to set their own hours and make the money they want and know what to do with it when they get home. So if you enjoyed this, please reach out. Let me know. You can leave a review. You can send me a DM, whichever you prefer. If you have any questions whatsoever about getting your financial shit together, I am here to help. I'm here to chat. You can email me. You can find me at www.mistyjane.com. You can sign up for my newsletters. I send out an email once a week. I don't spam you to death. And that is basically um, going to help you tips and tricks on ways to save, ways to get out of debt, ways to set goals, how to pay attention to your money. I even throw in some behind the chair ways to boost your income and decrease your expenses within your independent business. So yeah, let's just get this shit going. Let's elevate this industry and I'll talk to you on the next one. 